This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a pop or kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, coming to you from all over the place. It's July 2nd, 2023, Kingsman's The Golden Circle of Friends with Benefits, A Wonderful Life, as we know it could happen to you. My guest today are a couple of champions and a man who is a winner in my heart. David Bory, Jonathan Mangum, and Jenny Zagrino. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hey. Let's meet them all individually, shall we? And alphabetically by first name. <laughs> yeah, the twists never stop coming here at Douglas <laughs> Movies. 
uh, going for his third straight win today, I believe, if my math is right. It's David Borey. Hey, David. Hey, yeah, I'm going for the big three. I'm just as prepared uh, as always. It's very exciting, yes, because you don't really have to prepare. You just have to rely on uh, whatever information you already know, plus uh, hunches and guesses and that sort of thing. And uh, so far, you know, you've proven the last two times you've been on the show to be uh, good at it. I feel, I feel good. I feel strong. All right. Okay. Well, we've uh, we do need to mention once again that you are in uh, the Mountain Time Zone. You are in the Denver area, so that does give you that uh, advantage over everybody else. Is at the uh, uh, the Aris Dinner. A mile closer to Jesus. <laughs> Which is a winning place to be. Uh, <laughs> she is back after a win a couple of weeks ago. That's how her schedule, she can't just drop everything and come back here and be a champion. But she's here with us today. It's Jenny Zagrino. Hey, Jenny. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I am back to win. Oh, I like that attitude. Uh, uh, David, is that the, are, are you scared? <laughs> no um, more scared than I am any other Sunday. Oh, really? This is an extra especially <laughs> scary Sunday. Um, well, you know, on, on any given Sunday, Al, Al Pacino could yell at you. About football, um, I hope. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, what else is going on with you? You just got back from uh, Denver. Do you have some more uh, road stuff coming up? I just finished a big tour of uh, Colorado and Minneapolis. And then uh, next week is Batavia, Illinois at the Comedy Vault. And then uh, some other places. I don't know. Um... I hear they uh, just I doing the comedy keep... thing, trying to distract myself, running around. I hear they keep the uh, jokes locked up over there at the comedy vault, and that uh, they do. They you do. have to know the combination, or they take a running head start to them and then <laughs> catapult themselves oh, over punchline. Kind of vault, I get it. City, a different kind nice of vault. Work. You're ready for that club. It sounds like. In good old Batavia, like what's that? Uh, what have you been there before? You know as well. What's that? Comedy Vault? No. Yeah. Have you asked me if I've been to the Comedy Vault? Yeah. No, never. So you, uh, you like? Do you know is where? That, Batavia that's where the conversation's going to end. Do you know where <laughs> Batavia is on a map? According to Google, it is a 50-minute drive outside of Chicago. Oh, okay. That's what they say about every single place in Illinois, <laughs> is that it's a 15-minute drive outside of Chicago. But, uh, yeah. So, but according uh, to Delta, it is a $500 plane ticket, and that is some oh, bullshit. Oh, no. <clears throat> so they do have a little airport in Batavia? No, I've driven to Chicago. <laughs> oh, Okay. Still gotta um, go to Chicago. All routes lead to Chicago. Yeah, exactly. So might as well just do that. Um, well, good luck yeah. with it. And I, I want to hear. I want to hear about it because I'm not familiar with this club, uh, and it sounds great. Um, it's gonna be great. My third guest today is the man who tells you about all the deals on Let's Make a Deal. It's Jonathan Mangum. Hello, Jonathan. Howdy there, Doug. 
I, I totally <laughs> forgot this is a c- competition show, and I, and I like my stomach feels upset, and I like I'm sweating a little. This is this is a fight, man. Oh no, I didn't yeah. mean to uh, <laughs> set you on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon on a on a long weekend. Oh man, what's uh, what's going on with your TV program? When do you uh, when do you tape the the next season? We're actually we just started, so we just did like three chunks of it so if you are in or near glendale california and want to win a hyundai prius car i I can't even think what they're called even though i describe them all day um come (laughs) come out to let's make a deal i'm in glendale oh we come to let's make a deal just don't say that i know you you don't say we met in a podcast or you can't win and i'll go to jail yeah don't bring his name up when you when you show up (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, and uh i'm doing a crazy show we're on a hiatus this week so like i'm going to vegas to do this show at harris it's kind of insane called hiprov where i get on stage and this hypnotist hypnotizes 20 people whittles it down to five people and then i do a full improv show with five randos on stage um just you and them just me and five hypnotized drunk vegas attendees uh wow so i'm uh my stomach is also upset for that as well. So that does sound like uh, I when I saw it in print, the, the H Y P R O V. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how I didn't know how to pronounce it, but it's because of hypnosis, so it's hypprov. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was more like hydroprov, like it was going to be on water or something. I would like and, to do that. <laughs> you guys do improv on skis, <laughs> but. I mean, I hate talking to drunk people from the stage and trying to make it funny doing stand up. But how do you how do you deal with five of them at the same time? Is there like so, does the does the hypnotist stay there and keep kind yeah. of throwing extra hexes on him? He stays there and he's pretty good at like like whittling down when he starts with 20. He figures out real quick who's kind of fucked up and invites them to leave the stage. And so usually they're not horrible drunks but we've never done i've never done the show in vegas yet so vegas is vegas man (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's you know people are gonna arrive drunk and the uh establishment's not gonna you know no not gonna be mad about it not at all uh they just let people (laughs) they just let people do their thing and they have lots of that magic powder you throw on the uh the the vomit that happens later (laughs) voban it's called voban Really? Oh no! Yeah, I worked at Disney World, and it was like that was this is a whole bag, and it's like a company makes it, and it's like wood chips and perfume, and they dump it, and it soaks up the barf, and then they throw it in the trash. Yeah, what? it's a real yeah. It's like this magical. If you know, if you have a problem, if you're in your own home vomiting a lot in the carpet, then you should probably get some of this. <laughs> it's your bag of barf powder. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what if you just vomit other places, not just the carpet? Maybe just the bring drapes. it with you. <laughs> oh, I see. Also, oh, it's probably walls. good on all surfaces, I'd imagine, if it can get it out of the carpet. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. I just learned about uh, Barkeeper's Friend. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, that stuff's great. I mean, why, why is that such a big ass secret? <laughs> like, it's just available in stores. Like, Right next to a bunch of cleaning products that don't work worth shit. Uh, it's really good. I'm really. Big that, bar- did I say keep, it right? Is big barkeeps really called- keeping it from you. Yeah, what's it called again? It's barkeeper's friend. Friend, okay. Yeah, I always want to call it like buddy or pal or something. <laughs> the and associate barkeeper. 
Yeah, and as I learned uh, watching The Bear on Hulu, um, I guess in the world of chefs and restaurants, they just call it barkeepers. They don't even mess with the friend part. Oh. But in dialogue, it sounds very strange for them to be like, hey, did you get some barkeepers? Yeah, I went over to the store and got some barkeepers. You know, it doesn't, what? Um, okay. <laughs> I could talk about barkeepers all day because, you know, of course, cocktail is a classic. But uh, I'd like to do something else before we start our games today. We do Recommendation Nation. That's where I ask each of my guests to recommend one movie in a specific category uh, suggested by a person following the Douglas Movies account on Twitter. So today's category was suggested by Seanster Dolan. D-O-L-A-N, Seanster, like, you know, like he's a hip guy named Sean, so he's the Seanster. And for reasons only the Seanster knows, he wants you to recommend a prison movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we'll go to David first. Does anything spring to mind as an excellent prison movie? Uh, yeah. Let me think about it. It was an HBO movie. It was... Uh... It's Jeffrey Wright's in it. it. It it has like he's an actor and they hired actors, but all the extras are prisoners. Oh, uh, interesting. Oh, uh, OG, OG. It's called OG. It's on HBO, and uh, Jeffrey Wright is the main guy. But then there's like a bunch of real prisoners. And it's called O period G period. Yes. As and in original gangster. As in. Okay. And uh, Jeffrey Wright, of course, is a terrific actor. This sounds like, Je you know, Jeffrey Wright uh, is doing his own version of Hiprov, <laughs> but with uh, with prisoners instead of uh, drunken tourists. He has, you know, very similar results. <laughs> um, and so how long ago was this on HBO? Why do I not know of this? Uh, is probably is before pan probably a couple of years before pandemic. I'd say like sixteen to eighteen range. Okay, sixteen twenty eighteen, and All I right. only knew about it because a friend of mine had just because it, it, it. I don't think it was like highly publicized or anything like that, but a friend of mine had seen it and recommended it. And it's like I really don't like prison movies, so I I wasn't really that eager to see it. But then I remember watching it and being like, oh, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not a genre that I uh, drift towards. There's prison yeah. movies that I go, that was good. You know, they made me feel like as bad as it would, you know, not as bad as it would feel, but, it, you know, they gave me an idea how bad it would be to be imprisoned and how scary it is. And You know, I already had an idea, you know. Yeah, before no, you already have ideas, so you don't need too much of it. Um, so for my prison movie, if I were picking one, I'd, maybe go with something a little bit more on the comical side or something that just has a, a taste of prison in it. It's not, not full blown prison. Right. Like a prison action. act, but maybe not the whole, or you could even go to the, uh, you know, caged heat, you know, like the sort of, uh, campy, uh, exploitation prison films that were so popular for a couple of, couple of decades. But, all right, so far we got OG. Uh, 
where are you at with this, uh, Jenny? Okay, so does it have to be a prison movie or just a movie with <laughs> prison scenes in it? Well, that's what I'm saying is I think you can go ahead. Oh, you just gave me a good one if you didn't just have prison scenes, which, you know, it's it's up to, to interpretation because the, the dude on Twitter, all he said was prison movies. So, like, you can even do a movie that's, you know, makes you feel imprisoned. Okay, uh, well, you know. So here's the thing. I came in today again with an agenda and the agenda this this time was Al Pacino. You already brought up Al Pacino. So already this is a sign from the universe. I must talk more about Al Pacino and I'm going to pick um, uh, Carlito's <laughs> Way. There's a prison oh, scene in it. Great movie. Yeah. Okay. I'm just right. a Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah. He says that a lot of times. <laughs> Carlito's way. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And Al Pacino, it, it is uh, kind of magical how much he's uh, coming up today, because just before starting this taping, I was watching an old uh, Peter Sellers Pink Panther movie, the fifth in the series Revenge of the Pink Panther. And at one point he's dressed up as a mobster and he wants people to think he just speaks Italian and doesn't know English. So he just says a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, Italian sounding words. Mm -hmm. And in, in the when comedy was real. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You could say anything. You were going to be canceled. Of like, uh, you you know, say words. <laughs> spaghetti. Exactly. That's an exact. You just said it right before I did. He's like, spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, Carlito's Way also features just, you know, sidebar, if I may, a really uh, interesting performance from Sean Penn that you can file, uh, you know, under the category of uh, the makeup people did the, the toughest part of the job. Because, <laughs> right? Because he's so he's got that his bald curly yeah. hair, and like it just he just suddenly is just uh, that character, you know, just because the the makeup team did such a good job. That's great. <laughs> I don't know if they won that year though or not for uh, an Oscar. Whenever there's some <laughs> actor, they make ugly or fat. And they, <laughs> that's who wins the Oscar. <laughs> Wasn't it Penelope um, Penelope Ann Miller in that too? Oh, I bet she was. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. she was the lead girl. It's true. It's true. She was. She went from, uh, you know, the girl who couldn't see very well in um, uh, Adventures in Babysitting <laughs> yeah. to uh, Carlito's lady, uh, Jonathan. All right. I know that this would probably, this answer would work better on your other podcast, uh, uh, Doug Loves Limited Series. Um but I'm 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 gonna sneak it in because it's really great. Uh Escape from Dan Mora. Oh. This was a limited eight-part thing on HBO. Ben Stiller directed it. It's great, you guys. It is really great. And it's like old. It's like four years old, five years old. And I did I don't know why I watched it, but the whole thing is really freaking amazing. Is I it a, sort of a, like an action? It's a yeah. It's, it's it's a tr based on a true story where uh, Patricia Arquette is a, a jailhouse worker. This a couple inmates, uh, Benicio del Toro and another dude, kind of fake fall in love with her, and then she helps them escape. And it's like true, like this really happened. And it's eight episodes. Ben Stiller directed it. 
I, I really love it. You know, there's another limited series that was based on a true story I really liked. It's called WandaVision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Great prison scenes in that one. Huge I prison. Think, I think that, uh, you know, I, I, one could argue that the success Ben Stiller had as a director and producer with that Escape from Demora uh, show is kind of what paved the way for Severance. Oh, absolutely. Which, uh, which people enjoy a great deal and does feel very much like a prison movie or a prison series. Yeah. I think Ben still is really working some stuff out. He's really uh, trapped and needs to escape. For, for a funny guy, it's not very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I've said it for years. <laughs> Um, how do you uh, do you do you even attempt to spell Dan Mora or do you just like it's the name of the prison? I think if you just typed in escape from and then D, the yeah. Google would fill in well, first Dix and then after Dix, it D, would go yeah. to uh, Dan Mora. Who would escape those? They're so, they're so great. <laughs> escape from Dix is a different, uh, uh, very limited series. Different yeah. Ben Stiller vehicle. We'll get escape it from would, it would still be a Ben Stiller movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Escape from Alcatraz would pop up if you type in Escape from. Yeah. Um, Escape from the Planet of the Apes would come up. Yep. Um, and there's probably about a thousand more Escape from movies. Yeah. But that is a good way to find it. Well, thank you, Jonathan, for being a big cheater and, and uh, <laughs> how I roll. A, a TV show instead of a, a motion <laughs> picture. Um, since no one decided to really, I mean, I guess OG sounds like it's uh, mostly in the prison. Do they ever, ever leave for any reason? Uh, I think he gets out at the very end. No, maybe he does. it's all prison. Yeah, it's so prison. It's all, it's all prison. Yeah. Um, but I thought of a couple things when we were talking scenes with prison. Um, I, I, I like when... Um, uh, when uh, Jake Blues gets out of prison at the beginning of the Blues Brothers... That's a good that's one. a yeah. That's a fun sequence uh, that you know sets up the the whole story, and then for just for pure like lots of prison in, uh, in the movie is uh, I go with the original Longest Yard with Burt Reynolds. Oh yeah, is uh, a pretty entertaining movie. I mean the Adam Sandler one's good too because it's just you know uh, how can you not cheer for a bunch of dudes playing against the, the mean uh, security guards? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they just show the security guards being mean to the prisoners and then you just completely forget about what the, what the prisoners did to, to get there. You're just <laughs> All like, the murderers. security guards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just because that guy murdered a guy doesn't mean this other guy can hit him with a stick. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh great job everybody um, i'm surprised no one said shawshank or anything i'm you know what i want to give everybody some sort of special award for not saying shawshank yeah. <laughs> because people are in love with that movie in a way to me that's like uh you know a little disturbing because uh you know, it's a well-made movie with good actors, but you, you know what happens at the end, right? Once you've seen it once. Yeah, you yeah. don't really got to go back to that well. Yeah, but people do, and they're just, they're, they're obsessed with it. Like, it's really, like, a lot of people's favorite movie, and I'm just like, I, I can't I can't think of any prison movie I'd want to see, you know, multiple times. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, 
But you know what I mean? Shawshank, some people are just like, I've seen it 20 times. Like, okay, well. It's a crazy place to put yourself over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess at least it's not the Green Mile. That movie is really, not only is it in a prison, but they're they're, uh, mean to a little mouse. Yeah. I don't need it. Mm. That mouse killed people. He did? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Well, then, you know, maybe... Maybe you deserve a little something. Maybe they, maybe they didn't need to completely squash him. Maybe it could have just flicked him around a little bit with a stick. All right, yep. <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll be right back after these words. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back. That was pretty painless. Um, Since folks are going to be hearing this on 4th of July Eve, and possibly even on 4th of July, uh, let's see which one of you is the most patriotic moviegoer with a game Mm. that I call Patriot Games. (laughs) I will ask a patriotic movie question. Uh, Whatever the hell that means. Uh, If the first person I ask, which would be David, if he misses it, it's multiple choice. The next person gets to guess from the remaining two options. And if that person doesn't get it right, the third person gets a gimme point. And every time somebody gets a point, we start with the next person with the next question. Sort of a warm-up game. Nothing to get too worried about. I think all of you stand an excellent chance of winning. David, are you ready for the first question? I'm ready for the first question. Okay. First question is, Tom Cruise stars in Born on the Fourth of July. But what date was he actually born? And here are your three options, David. Thank was God. it was it July second, July third, or July fifth? Oh, really? Uh yeah. I feel like I haven't seen anyone say happy birthday, Tom Cruise yet this Smart. year online or anything. So I'm I'm going to say the fifth. That's your final answer? It's my final answer. Because you were like on the internet looking at celebrity <sighs> birthdays today? Well, I just feel like you usually <laughs> see the big ones, like somebody's <laughs> Instagram or something. Like, oh, I love, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That was a weird one to pick. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Great, great, <laughs> actor. great actor, great actor. There's never, it's always a good time for Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, what's he doing now? Um, celebrating the Independence Day in his own. He's he keeps it private. Um, he's he's but, free forever. Some would say. <laughs> the answer, though, your answer, July fifth. Is incorrect. Sorry. Jenny. Ooh. I mean, 
<laughs> David claims he didn't see anything about it today. And then there's tomorrow, July 3rd. Uh, which one of those two do you think is Tom Cruise's real birthday? Ooh, okay, I, I'm going to say the third because I kind of... So I'm very good friends with one of the top um, Tom Cruise impersonators. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I am, and no, I, I think I would have seen on his Instagram <laughs> if it was today. I'm going to be so wrong. It's the third. Just You just saw his Instagram today, quietly. and it was, it was Tom Cruise free, even though that's what he, his whole gig is, yes. is being Tom Cruise. Does, he, does yeah. he have other jobs? Yes, he does, but he's very good at Tom Cruise. What else does he do? He does. He's an actor. He does other things. Oh, okay. I was just yeah. wondering if he, had, you know, like I think it'd be hilarious to look, look and sound like Tom Cruise and be like a plumber or something, like show up at people's houses and they spend the whole time thinking they're on a prank show. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's very, he's very good at what he does. But I haven't oh. looked at his Instagram today, so I don't know. I want to say the third. You Let's know, Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller does a good Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's Ben Stiller. He's my friend. That bit where they just sit there and laugh. Yeah, at that's what you're talking about. It's so fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, I've been talking about Ben Stiller this whole just time. laughing. And now, have you seen Tom Cruise? Have you seen his Instagram? He's got, he posed in front of the posters for Oppenheimer, Indy 5, and Barbie. <laughs> and then posted on Instagram and Twitter how excited he is to see those movies. And everyone should go out to the movies. Like he's such a team player that he's promoting the films Aww. that are out the same time as his movie. Look at that. That's nice. Because he wants to single-handedly him and Nicole Kidman, even though they're not together anymore, they're the king and queen of trying to get people to go back to the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. But anyway, Jenny, July 3rd is the correct answer. <laughs> oh, that's my mom's birthday. Well, there you go. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to your mom. And Tom Cruise all celebrate the same birthday. But I've always enjoyed that, uh, you know, that, of course, he started in board on the 4th of July. And uh, that's where the lies start with that man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to be, honestly, an August birthday. He has some very Leo energy. Right? Well, really you know, feel his cancer energy. I guess that's sort of on the cusp of a Leo or, you know, a whole month away. Um, yeah, no, no. Even though Jenny was Jenny was correct, can I still answer July 2nd as the, as the last option? Um, I think you'd probably be better off just uh, get being first on the next question. Um, if you say so. Okay. <laughs> I think you can do it. All right. <clears throat> um, Jonathan. Who played the president of the United States in, I even mentioned it earlier, Independence Day? Was it Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, or Pedro Pascal? Okay, I <laughs> I know the face, but I always get him confused with the same named guys. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, yeah. hence the question. <laughs> okay. It's like I knew the confusion was possible and hoped that it, that, that would happen. Okay, I think I think we lost Paxton to a botched surgery, which is very sad because he was a genius. So I think it's Pullman. I'm going to say A, Pullman. 
Well, even though we lost Bill Paxton, he was alive when Independence Day was made. Oh. We didn't lose him that long ago. That was was a long time ago. 15 years before. Yeah. Then I got him confused with that other Bill guy that died in uh, 1948 that was in the the talkie movies. I'm still I'm still going with Pullman. You still want Pullman. You're I want still, Pullman. Your gut is telling you Pullman. That is my definitive response. You sure you don't want to, you know, consider Pedro Pascal? <laughs> Daddy president. Nope. <laughs> uh, Bill Pullman is correct. That is yeah! the correct answer. Woo! Yeah, you did it. I, you know, I was counting on people not knowing the difference between those two guys, but I think all three of you are, are uh, you know, won't fall for that or wouldn't fall for that. Nice try. But, <laughs> Jonathan, you're on the board. David, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. In what movie did Harrison Ford take over the role of Jack Ryan? Was it The Hunt for Red October, Patriot Games, or Clear and Present Danger? Well, the names of the characters in any of those movies. Um, clear and Present Danger. That's your answer? That's my answer. As I feel like I am currently in clear and present danger of losing this. <laughs> that is incorrect. Jenny. I'm gonna say the Patriot Games. Why would you why would you think that? This is Patriot themed. <laughs> you think that the answer in a game, the whole game is called Patriot Games. So you think that one of the answers in a game called Patriot Games could be Patriot Games. Yes. You think it would go that obvious? Yes, I do. And that, and that David would miss it. Yes. <laughs> I think all these things are very possible mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> You're right. It yeah. is Patriot Games. Hunt for Red October was Alec Baldwin playing well, Jack it's like Ryan. He wasn't in Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Sure. And then he left and Harrison Ford started Patriot Games. And then he started Clear President Danger. And then he left and what's his name did one? Chris Pine did one called We're Out Here in the Snow or something. <laughs> and I remember it had a snowy setting. And then um, what's his name did the TV version? John Krasinski is TV Jack Ryan. Oh. And there you have it. The history of someone no one cares about. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, and congratulations to uh, Jenny. You pulled it off. You won the Patriot Games. I am the most patriotic one here. Thank you. you it turns out, indeed, you are the most patriotic of the, my three guests. Yep. Who oh. would have thunk it? Oh. <laughs> you are right? a terrible time no, I get to be the, patriotic. I got the Voban out. <laughs> you got the what? You, the Voban. I just I heaved a little. Some of it hit some of it hit my pans. So I also have barkeeper's friend to, to clear the puke off of my pans and then oh, the van for my carpet. Oh no. Do people on Let's Make a Deal they get so excited? Does, do do you have to see people like get so excited they get sick? I've never seen anybody barf. I've seen people pass out. 
people have like yeah. just gone. You see the their eyes going to the back of their heads, and then it's funny too because we have a musician that scores the show live, and he's playing all this like boom, doom, ba, ba, doom, boom, ba, ba, and somebody goes down. He's just like boom, boom, ba, ba, doom. It slows oh, down yeah. the music because <laughs> you can't like celebrate. Oh shit! Is someone have a heart attack? Uh, so yeah, it still sounded pretty cool though. It still sounded. <laughs> Still sounded like a nice lounge vibe or something. <laughs> so he, he 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 softens it up. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so uh, you know, all it means, uh, Jenny winning this first game is that she gets to go first in our next game, which we will play after this break. We will be right back. We are back, and congratulations again to Jenny Zagrino because uh, you are the most patriotic. Mm-hmm. Of all of my guests today, yeah, and, celebrating this country. Yeah, and so one movie well, at know, a time. You win a uh, what could be a uh, an advantage in our next game, but we shall see. Because since today's guests are three of my favorites, I think y'all can handle a beta test of a new twist mm-hmm. in a classic game. Ooh, okay. <laughs> a classic game you might not be familiar with but it's uh normally when we play the game i call uh it's had several names over the years but lately it's been called last woman standing for because i've been trying harder to promote uh actresses over actors because more people know trivia about men than about women and that's that's just not right so i've been playing mostly with actresses of late and the idea is you get the name of an actress and then uh, my guests take turns naming movies that uh, that person has been in. Oh. And uh, if you can't think of one, that's the end of the road. You're out. When it's your turn, if you don't have a name, uh, you're eliminated. But please do stick around to the end of the show because you want to hear all about the, uh, the parting gifts. Do they ever say that expression anymore on game shows, Jonathan? They don't say parting gifts, but do you guys remember <laughs> when Wheel of Fortune, when you used to win, you used to go shopping? Yeah. How cool that was? <laughs> yeah, was you'd, cool. you'd have like a thousand bucks. You're like, yeah, I'll take the vacuum for 200. I want the washing machine for, for 250. It was, I miss it. Yeah. And it was a classic, uh, like just funny thing to say in inappropriate settings to say, I'll put the rest of it on account, Pat. Because whenever yeah. they do their shopping spree, they always have an extra fifty dollars or hundred dollars or something that they didn't, you know, couldn't spend. So they uh, they save it for later. And if they don't win another puzzle, if they don't win another game, then that money just goes away. They never get to use it. That's how they get you. Yeah, it's, it is. But also, just the <laughs> amount of time they'd spend on the person doing the shopping, I could see why it was eliminated. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, it gives more time for the actual uh, actual gameplay. Um, what do you think, Jonathan, about this Ryan Seacrest uh, takeover? You know, he's 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 a hardworking guy, and uh, th- there's not really much room on that show for any humor. I'll leave it at that. Right, he doesn't <laughs> have to be funny. He just no. has to be slick and keep it moving. I, I exactly. Think a fine job, but also why not? It's such a a staple in American households. Like no one was like I hoping that he'd be the guy like everyone was like this could be a chance to put somebody interesting in that position if not just move vanna over there yeah 
I love Vanna. You know? Did you hear the, that she's all, did she She hasn't gotten a raise in 18 yeah. years? Yeah. What? 18 the years. Oh. Yeah. She's had to suffer. She's had to get by on $3 million a year. How? <laughs> it's just, but you know, you have to compare it to what Pat's making when he's making five times that. It, of course, it's unfair, but it's still h- hilarious that someone as rich as her is, is, is being underpaid. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> people love to say her job's not easy, but those people are really dumb because uh, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> Especially when she had to actually turn the letters. That was that was a difficult gig, I think. Um, to look good doing it is the important part. Yeah. Um, what if you What if you go counterclockwise? You know, you got to know, you got to remember which direction clockwise is every single time. No, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. And then you got to stand there and make jokes with Pat Sajak. She had a lot of responsibilities. Yeah. Um, All right. So here's the twist on the game now, though, because I told you what we used to do. But now um, I've reached out on the Doug Loves Movies Twitter account and asked for some suggestions. I asked for actresses. So how this is going to work is because you won the last game. Uh, you get to go first, Jenny, in determining what name we're going to play this game with today. So I'm going to tell Jenny the name of an actress and Jenny can either say play or pass. And if, you know, if it's an actress, you think you'd do well naming her movies, you'd want to play. But if you, you know, don't think she'd be good for you, you can pass. Uh, And then that name is thrown out. Uh, okay. but you only get one pass. So the next name you have to accept, but then we move on to our next player, which would be flip the order around David. So then David uh, gets to uh, hear a new name or the name that you passed, and then he can pass on it, etc. Hmm. until we finally, each of you has either used your one option or not, and we've arrived at one name got it does that make sense yes okay so our friend f berman on the twitter suggested we gotta love her she's mentioning two different pop songs michelle pfeiffer oh not big on the uh, michelle pfeiffer movies i only know like two well, that's not a strong amount. That's but, not, it's not strong. But the fear is, are the other actresses going to be more obscure or harder than Michelle? But I, I, I dare say, if you only know two, you should probably pass on uh, on Michelle Pfeiffer. So, okay, if I pass, I get no points. But if I just said one movie, I get There's one no point. There's no points yet at all. This is just to determine the name of the actress that we're going to take turns naming movies later. So now it's just figuring out who it's going to be. So if you pass on this, it's your only chance to pass. So uh, it'll basically end up being in the hands of the other guys if they want to. Uh, you know, I'll have to give you a, a second name that you, you'll have to accept, in other words. Damn it. It's like she's so iconic, <laughs> but I also don't know any films that she's been in. <laughs> uh, damn it. All right, let's, and it would go with the theme of then. the day. It would go with my theme. Oh. If I answered. 
<laughs> I think you got to go with your theme. Stay true to you. Man, that's only one. All right, I'm just gonna do it. Whatever. I'm I'm more I'm more invested in keeping with the theme. And so Michelle Pfeiffer. Man, what if it's not her though? Uh, <laughs> that's what I am so about. bad. See, both these other guys oh are gonna have a chance to toss it. So you you have a chance right now to get to at least hear a second name. Oh my! Uh, I want to hear a second name. Whatever. All right, yourself Fiverr's out. Uh, Sean Harold Smith on Twitter suggested Julianne Moore. Um, and you don't get you don't you don't have an option on. Oh, this okay, one, I have an option. We Julie move Moore. on. Okay, we move was... on to David. Oh, oh, okay. I have to just move on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, David gets to decide if he likes Julianne Moore uh, or wants to pass it. But if you don't pass Julianne Moore, keep in mind that uh, Jonathan could spoil your plans and toss her aside. What do you think, David? Uh, I, 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 I could do that. You like Julianne Moore? Yeah, I think I got a few yeah she's made a lot of movies all right you're sticking with julianne moore yeah i'm sticking with julianne moore okay so then we move on to jonathan and jonathan you can stay with julianne moore or pick somebody else see i i get her confused with bill paxton so many times (laughs) oh i but i do i can think of a I'm gonna stick with her. You you like Julia more? Yeah. All right. So that's how it works. That's how we've decided that it's Julianne Moore, and you get to go first, Jenny, and um, and then David, then Jonathan, and then I'll throw in a title uh, for fun, just as sort of a spoiler. But of course, I can't win. Okay. Was she in Children of Men? Now you can't Damn. ask. <laughs> Wait, what? Just, I think she was. You don't. I think she was. Question. This is. Yeah, but yes, it's a rhetorical course, question. She, it's yes. rhetorical. Don't she answer is it. In, she is indeed in Children of Men. So good okay. job. You're still in it. Uh, but definitely think of ones that she's definitely in, not ones that you think she might be in. Okay. Because that'll get that'll get you into trouble, David. Ah, uh, Boogie Nights, Julianne oh, Moore, of course, Boogie, yeah, Nights. Boogie Nights. Yeah, she got a Oscar nomination for that one. Um, Jonathan, uh, was Boogie Nights the one where she's standing there naked, um, yes. delivering? Well, she's naked in Boogie Nights, but I, there's a different movie you're thinking of. Yeah, I can't I can't remember that one, but. Maybe it's the <laughs> movie I'm going to say. Uh, okay. She was in a very weird uh, indie movie I saw years ago that has stuck with me called Safe. Yeah. Um, was that the was that the naked where, where you could see all of it? I mean, she might have been naked and safe. I don't know, because that, that movie's just all about how she's just a germaphobe, right? Can we just say that she was naked in that? For, for If for you me? want to. I, I would I like to remember like it. In a, I picture her in like a hazmat suit, but if you want to... You know, maybe it was a sexy hazmat suit. <laughs> yes, that's what I would like to remember about it. 
Okay. Um, but I'll help you out if you want to go back and see the scene where she's just casually ironing her pants while arguing with. Yes, yes, yes. What was husband. that? Her husband's played by Matthew Modine. And it's uh, and it's my answer because it's my turn. Uh, shortcuts. Yeah. Directed by uh, Robert Altman. All right. We're back to Jenny. Oh, By God. the way, Jenny, Children of Men was a great one to lead off with. That's an awesome movie. Great, great film. Um, okay. I think she was in this one. Probably wrong. I don't even know <laughs> if this is the right name. I think it was 13 played the mom. No, the mom in 13 was uh, Holly Hunter. God, God damn it. Yeah, I know. <sighs> These I character actresses, they're, they're tough to pin down sometimes. These redheaded um, women. Yeah. Do you got any other uh, redhead guesses? No. The, all I, really I see wanna, are I like flashes of her face. Like I like my brain right now is like an AI. Like if you made an AI Julian Moore movie, that's all I'm seeing, but no titles. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh she's been in a lot of uh, a lot of movies, usually yeah. with the red hair. She's looking concerned um, in every image I'm thinking she's of. She's a very, very, uh, yeah. very mother figure a lot of the time. Uh, yeah, very... Uh, um, but I'm sorry, Jenny. But I guess this is the end of the road. Bye, everybody. Oh. <laughs> but do stick around for the exciting conclusion. <laughs> David. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, the Big Lebowski. Nice. You remember that one, Jenny? I do. I do remember it. <laughs> I just gonna tell though, you as like every answer. <laughs> here's the thing: as a as a woman, you are surrounded by men who quote that movie ad nauseum forever, <laughs> and then so you true. just go, "I hate it. I never want to think about it again." Yeah, it's really the it's the Shawshank Redemption of bowling movies. <laughs> <laughs> which is its own kind of prison all right um whose turn is it oh jonathan is it my turn yeah oh uh, yeah because he said Baby oh yeah Basti. yeah so i know she was in some of the hunger games stuff and i don't think it was the first one but am i allowed to mm -hmm. just say hunger games 2 uh -uh. uh no that wouldn't be fair to anybody. I would like to say Hunger Games 2. <laughs> Am I allowed to say Hunger Games? <laughs> Hunger Games sequel. Part 2. No, uh, they give them all like, you know, they all have titles. Hunger have, Games, the, the, the Fury of the Bear, the Fury of the, the, the Bird, the Flaming Bird Sword. Hunger Games 2, the Flaming Bird, the fucking... Come on, man! Hunger Games. Too. I can't even picture her in those movies. I mean, I know I'm not. Uh, she, she was one of the um, like the elite. I don't know, the biggest fan of it, but she was like, yeah, like, like one of the elite. like elite. Like, I just see she's her like in Elizabeth this... Banks. And yeah, she's uh, Stanley Tucci. She's and... wearing big wardrobe and <laughs> maybe like does her character like come in on one of the later ones? Yeah, it's it well, it's, in, it's not in the first one. Because I kind of saw the second four one. of them, yeah. Oh no, maybe Hunger Games uh, two through four is my final. Well, answer. none of us are qualified <laughs> to uh, 
to fig- figure that one out. But you must, <laughs> you must have another Julianne Moore movie. Oh man, you know it's not a movie, but wasn't she great on Thirty Rock as uh, Baldwin's wife or girlfriend? Yeah, she was so yeah. good. She had a crazy accent. Um, but oh, that reminds God. me when they do those games on Let's Make a Deal where they say like three or four movie titles and you have to put them like you have to put the two that came out the same year or put them in the right order. Yeah. Are you ever, while you're just watching, are you ever, do you ever know the answers or are you just like, I don't know. I know like ahead of time. I don't, sometimes I do. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, I know these movies. And sometimes I'm just like, you know, they will be like a year apart on some of them. And it's like, how to remember what came out in 83 or 84. I mean, that's, that's, yeah no those years are really tough like they really make it uh, like a real because it's so funny because they you know they let the contestant look to the audience and the audience is yelling out uh, answers you know that's how hard the question is is that you can just go ahead and let the audience participate and uh they may not be yelling you know they may be hurting more than helping that's the the funny thing about our show is like they always go to the audience and the audience never knows more than you do. So it's always kind of this funny, weird things like you're, you're not getting help. (laughs) Yeah. Or it's some weird guy that's sitting there that like, you know, claims to know, you know, but it's just like, what, like, would you just trust your, your life or or a lot of money to just a stranger at a bus stop or something? Yeah. Um, Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) enough stalling. Just say the name of a Julianne Moore movie. Hunger Games, The Flight of the <laughs> Rebel Sword. You were, not let, you were not let go of this Hunger Games. <laughs> You're obsessed. Even um, hungrier. All right. Well, I'm going to call that uh, incorrect. Ah! I mean, I don't even, I really don't know. I mean, I could say what I think the names of the uh, Hunger Games movies are, but I don't want to spoil it for um, David. Okay. Uh, because the two of us are still going to battle it out, see who can last the longest. Good luck. And so, so it's my turn. So I'm going to say uh, Magnolia. Dude, that oh, was the man. one I had. That was oh, what shit. I had. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> That's what I had. And the rest are like, I think uh, I got one, I think maybe. Okay. Was, oh, fuck. I was so <laughs> confident about Magnolia. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. In that movie, what is it? Her in Snowpiercer? <laughs> no, no. Do you piercer. know who I'm talking about? The red. Yeah, I think Tilda. <laughs> you're talking Tilda Swinton. But it is Tilda Swinton. Yeah, yeah. I, I I got it then. That's what I had was Magnolia. I mean, uh, anytime you're watching a, a character actress performance, you might as well just say "fuck." It is Tilda Swinton. <laughs> she's even men sometimes she's played men in like a couple different movies she puts it out there uh, okay so um, but you know I'm trying oh. to think there's another woman in that in Snowpiercer but I don't, don't think it's Julianne Moore but maybe it is but what there's, else you got because there's the one there's, uh, well I just I think I have I think I know one of the Hunger Games movies names oh okay Hunger Games uh, Rise of the Mockingjay is that? Oh. I, think, I think that's what it is. I think that that sounds believable. Is. I think there's a Mockingjay. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. You lasted the longest, so you 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 win. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, no I way. mean, you know, I could keep going, but you beat the I other competitors. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, 
the, there was Mockingjay and Mockingjay Part Two were the the third and fourth one, and the okay, second so one. The second one was something about setting something on fire or something. Oh um, yeah, or something. Hunger Games it, backdraft. The burn. <laughs> Hunger Games it burns. Oh, oh the hunger. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh the brother, how hungry days. art thou? <laughs> oh brother, how how hungry thou art thou? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a good uh, Julianne Moore though that you missed was uh, Jurassic Park: The Lost World. Ah, damn it! That's a fun it. one. Yeah, that's pretty big. And then she was um, Steve Carell's wife in uh, uh, Stupid Crazy, Crazy Stupid Love. Love. Yes. Oh, Love. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, and you know, and she's been in just a, a shit ton of other, other things. She's even in. Uh, what movie is it where she plays a clown that has sex with? Oh, she has sex with Tim Meadows in uh, the Ladies Man. Really? And she's wow. and she's in a clown outfit, like with and squeezing the horn and making the noise and everything. Yeah, it checks it, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, congratulations again to David Bory for winning today. What would you like to plug, dude? Oh, just uh, my Instagram, cool guy jokes eighty seven. All my dates are coming up there. I'm going out July, or I'm just go- I'm going out August, September, October for a big one. So those dates will come up soon. Just just go look for them there and uh, look for them here as well, because I'll uh, you know invite you back soon to um, apparently defend your title. You keep uh, you keep on winning. This is truly insane. I don't know how you do it. Me either. Uh, but here we are. Um, Jenny's a greeno. Delightful having you on the show again. Thank you. I'm never coming to, back. I refuse I'd love to, to lose. Play. <laughs> well, would you be interested? The other gentlemen on the show today have already done it, but would you be, uh, you know, cornering you uh, uh, with everybody listening? Uh, would you be willing to appear on Wide World of Doves? my podcast where there's no there's no points there's no there's no games it's just a conversation with two guys named doug i love it all right cool I'll, uh, I'll i'll hit you up to come uh come do that sometime and jonathan mangum thanks for having me man when can people say see uh hip prob in vegas hip prob is at the harris uh, july 5th through the 9th and then if you're in la come come let's make a deal and get a car for yourself so you're basically taping like uh you you, you tape for the summer yeah it's it, we, we go about four and a half to five months a year three shows a day and uh um glendale's a new studio yeah, we just moved. And, and it's, what's crazy is that the Price is Right used to be over in um, TV City. And now Price is Right and Let's Make a Deal, we're sharing a soundstage. So like the back of our audience backs up to the back of the Price is Right's audience. Oh, they just have both sets just there. Like, yeah, yeah. And they'll be they'll be there the days we're not. So, yeah, it's not like stuff like like because even at CBS uh, in Hollywood, the Price is Right set, they'd have to shove it all out in the hallway. Yeah, uh, <laughs> when yes, they weren't taping. <laughs> yeah, you've been there. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Well, God, that's how I've been able to spin the wheel because it's just they just leave it sitting out there. It literally um, is just sitting in a hallway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just walk up and spin it, and uh, 
And it's just like on TV, it's harder to spin than a, you know, it's yep. it's definitely a, a tight wheel. Oh, yes. Um, all right. Well, time for some Doug plugs. I'm doing a stand-up in Seattle this Saturday at the Croc Saturday night with a couple other special guests. Should be fun. Plus, I'm doing stand-up in celebration of Dab's Day, 710. That's this Monday at uh, the Punchline in Sacramento, California. And Doug Loves Movies is going to be in Pittsburgh on July 15th and San Diego on July 19th and back at Dynasty Typewriter in L.A. on July 23rd. For all my dates and deets, go to douglovesmovies.com. Thanks again to all of my guests, David Borey, Jenny Zagrino, and Jonathan Mangum. Thank you. Thanks. I uh, hope Thanks. you have a lovely Fourth of July. Does anybody have any uh, anything exciting planned? I might go to the desert. Yeah, just yeah. go out there. Yeah, I might go do some things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some things that one would do in the desert. That one would do and commune with the stars and yeah, you know, just search for answers whether or not what? I should move to New York. Yeah, well, I think they'll, you know, as soon as someone shoots a bunch of fireworks in your direction, you'll be like, that's the sign to move to New yep. York. I'm going to go to uh, David's mom's house to wish her happy birthday. Oh, that's uh-huh. very sweet. That's I'll be there waiting nice for you. So, I'm sure you will. Pull up, see what happens. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. As always, welcome home, Ronnie. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug.